Welcome to the Brunch Breakdown. It's Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today, we have a very, very packed menu of things that I'm very excited to get to. We got the weirdest thing we saw on the internet this week. Always a fun segment. We've got what food and drinks should not have pumpkin spice in them. Um, We are going to be talking Dan's London Top 10 because he is now a London expert. Londonian? What are they? Londoner? Yes, yes, that's correct. Landaner. Oh. (laughs) It's Landana, please. Landana. <laughs> Lanolin. Lanolin. <laughs> Landan. Emphasis on Dan. My God. We got music. We got beer. And we we got a lot more. It's the Brunch Breakdown podcast. Uh, Dan, let everyone know where they can find us. Because last week, they had no idea. They couldn't find us. They couldn't find me. And I'd be happy to tell you where to find the Brunch Breakdown. It was overseas, promoting the good word. Picked up a tiny accent. I feel you, Madonna. I feel you. I can't do the rest of it with it, though. That, I, I don't think I could make it through the rest of the promo without it. Can so you that's, try? That's, that's, <laughs> you want me to try? <laughs> Where can you find the... Maybe this will get people a reason to listen to this if they've heard it 163 times. You haven't heard it like this before. Where you can find us everywhere podcasts are available. Okay, At New episodes every Wednesday, each and every Wednesday. Google, Amazon, Odyssey, Audible... London pods were everywhere. Okay. Every Wednesday, hit follow, hit subscribe. New episodes come right to you. Full video episodes as well, mates. YouTube, Facebook, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, that's right. I said mates. Why, why are you why are you turning into a sea captain? What's happening? <laughs> it's all part of the gig. It's all part of experiencing <laughs> London. Okay. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, Wednesdays full video episodes as well on demand anytime you'd like to watch after that mates okay everywhere on social media facebook am i turning australian or is it just me that's coming off that way i can't a little bit right you're like an australian pirate at this point (laughs) (laughs) it's a hybrid facebook x instagram threads trailer tiktok it's all there at brunch breakdown uh of course the sounds of brunch we give you each and every week we give you that on Spotify. We update what we listened to last week, what we're listening to this week. We call it the Sounds of Brunch. It's available exclusively on Spotify. Now we've gone a little Irish here. It's really just a little bit of everything. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I love this so much. And Mayhem <laughs> is banging on the door right now. And so that's like, she wants fun. more. She wants more, Dan. Yeah. She wants, she wants more. Yeah, she wants more accent. <laughs> Uncle Dan, I want more accent. More accent. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get random topics off our chest. It is that time. Chris, let us know what's on your mind, man. Uh, okay. I have um this is really it's this one's all about me, guys. Me and uh, so, what I feel like is personal and a family accomplishment. There really wasn't one, but like in my mind and in my heart, it felt real. And that's all it needs to be to be real to me. Um, we're doing the fall stuff, right? We're getting into the 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 fall fests, going to the pumpkin patches, the farm farmers markets, all all the stuff. Um, but we hadn't quite done it just as a family of five. Like we've always had somebody there for the assist. Most of the time, it's been some combination of our parents. Um, but yesterday. We, we did it as just a family of five, just me, Katie, and our three daughters 
went to Trax Farm, and <clears throat> I I got to tell you guys, uh, none of it was seamless. None of it was perfect. None of it, like to a T, was everybody uh, cooperating or behaving, yourself acting, <laughs> acting uh, appropriate in in public. Wouldn't go that far, but we did it. We got in, we got out. We didn't break anything. We didn't knock anything over. I was very happy about that. Um, and I came away like, you know, we, we talked about this, I think last year about how like you, you go to these fall festival things and like every chick there is in her den, her flannel or her like denim thing. And her husband is matching accordingly and, and all this stuff. And, um, I just had this unbelievable feeling of superiority when I was there because we were not matching at all. And I was just walking by these like families of three that were like all matchy match. Right. And, and, and walking through there, like, like acting like it's a big deal. They're not really, but in my head they are like acting like they're a big deal at this fall festival. Right. They got their shit together, even though they have a kid and I'm walking through this thing with one kid on my shoulders, like a 50 pound pumpkin in my arm. My wife is is carrying a newborn in like a sling thing while trying to pull another kid along and move a stroller. And like, we're making it happen. And I'm like, yeah, good for you. But like, do you see what's happening here? Like, this is the Super Bowl of making a fall festival happen. I don't know how we're doing it, but we're doing it. And I felt amazing about it. And I just wanted to share that with you guys today that uh, I felt better than everybody. And again, it wasn't uh, it wasn't seamless. It was not seamless by any means. But um, I was I was judging people while I was there. And and <laughs> I was basically saying, like, this shit I'm doing right here is more impressive than the shit you're doing right there. And uh, I know it. everybody else knows it. That's all. That's it. Here's only thing I have to say about that uh, is just that get your pumpkins from like Target, like pick it up. <laughs> still go to the farm. Like that's you can not, still that, do that. That's Run not as fun. Farm. No, nah. no. Listen, that's all I'm saying. Like, and then, you know, still do the crazy stuff at the farm, you know, run around kids, all that. But just get the pumpkin. Just ditch the pumpkin part. I know they you have know? pumpkins at the grocery store and they even had hey, Didi Costco has pumpkins, by the way. Uh, I know new Costco member Daniel Dudley, um, but it, that just didn't, didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. So we did it the old fashioned way. He sound like like an offensive lineman. Like we're here in the trenches, and these flashy running backs in their suits and the yardage and that bullshit. Like we're down here, you know, creating the gaps. Okay, like we're making it happen, and we're doing it real. And this is where it is right here. <laughs> That's a, that's a perfect analogy. That's a perfect analogy. I love that. Like when we parked, there was a car, like three or four cars down from us. And uh, this woman got out with her husband. They had one kid. She put on her baby carrier that perfectly matched her outfit for that day. And I was just like, we, we are not the same. We are not the same. We got out dressed in different colors, looking like clowns. But you know what? We made it happen. And uh, yeah, just felt better than everybody. And I wanted you guys to know it. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very happy for you. I'm proud of you. I'm happy that you, you know, got out, did it, all that. 
So just one stroller you guys took? Just one? Well, uh, yeah, it was the, it actually wasn't even a stroller. It's the one that holds the car seat. So it's just like a, mm. you just pop the car seat into it. We probably should have taken a stroller so we could have strapped another kid in, but uh, yeah. She made it work. Made it work. That's all it is. So what that kid like that a... would have been strapped in was the one that was on my head. Got we it. need like a hybrid stroller that, you know, can do kids, carry a pumpkin like in a different compartment, you know, really, you know, maybe some heavy wheels there. Yeah, if you put some flannel on it, moms will buy that shit. Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Make that happen. The Make fall like festival those old stroller. trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the old truck. <laughs> Didi would, Didi loves those. He would buy yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old truck. Throw a hay bale on there. Something like that. Yeah. Not a lot of old truck photos going around anymore, dude. I think that craze Good. is past. It's gone. Good. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. But it's funny my, because there's a lot of places where I see like, like there just so happens to be an old truck like parked out near, near the, the road. And you could just tell like some of these people are like, yeah, we, you want to pay us to take a photo? Like you could yeah. tell they're still trying to capitalize on it, but people aren't doing it anymore. The consumer has gotten smarter. I think that's they're right. over it. They're over it. Yeah. That's just called driving through Burgettstown. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man. All right. Well, uh, this was not planned at all. Uh, so, but get it off my chest. I just want to remind everybody that this season is the worst. It's the absolute worst. I hate the season so much. It sucks so bad. I can't stand it. Here's the thing about the season. This is when it starts to get dark earlier. It's already started to get dark earlier. I can't not stand it. Also, when you live here, you don't know what weather it's going to be throughout the day. Can't stand it. So you wake up. It's like, I don't know, 55 degrees. You're like, oh, let me put the hoodie on. By the time I drop the kids off from school and then I get out of the car, I'm blazing. Then you go to do something else. It's like 88 degrees outside. It was 100 degrees this past week. It's October. Make up your mind. I hate it. Also, pumpkins. Can't stand it. I walk into Party City to get some stuff for the kids' birthday party, right? I get scared to death by some freaking motion freaking ghost or whatever the hell just pops out at you. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. I hate this. The way my neighborhood looks. I hate these orange and black colors. Like, I can't stand it. I hate this season. I can't wait for this season to be over. Fall is winter's cousin. And winter is the person I don't like. But, like, their cousin I hate more. I don't know if you have any friend group friends like that that you're like, "Mm, I don't really like that person. But you know who I hate more? Their friends. Because they want to be friends (laughs) with that person. I hate fall. Fall's trash. I hate pumpkins. The inside of pumpkins are gross. If you carve pumpkins, you're gross. I hate it. Everything's gross. Can't stand it. And I just called my whole family gross because they all carve pumpkins. Can't stand it. <laughs> Fall sucks. I hate it. Goodbye. You sound, is it, was it Mike Singletary? He's just like, is it, can't <laughs> win with him. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you sound like. Hey, man. It, it gets worse for you every year. I feel like one year we thought we created like an uh, anti-fall shirt for you. Um, you know, I remember that this is this is a yearly segment for you, but it's getting we're getting deep cuts here now. You it's it's nothing, nothing about fall. Dude, uh, it's worse because when I was a kid, I didn't really like fall or any Halloween or any of that stuff. But then you get to an age where you just don't have to do it anymore. And then you stay in that age until you have children. Basically, right? I married a girl who doesn't want to go to fall pumpkin patches. That's why I did it. It's part of the she it was a big deal breaker. If she said, I love, I love pumpkin patches, I'd be like, Well, 
Yes, we can't do this. Um, but yeah, once you have kids, then you got to go do some of this shit. Or people have parties at some of these places, and then you just have to do it. And I realized I hate fall even more now than I did before because I have to do this shit. Can't stand it. Like, wow. Terrible. Mr. Candy Corn himself. Oh, yeah. wait, hold on. Candy, no offense to Candy Corn. No, no, no offense that's to Candy one. Corn. I was going to say, that's the only one you have there. They're kind of tied together, man. This is now you're sounding like a flip flopper. So Listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Candy Corn. I'm going to let you finish, but fall is the worst season <laughs> of all time. <laughs> well, Dan, get it off your chest. Well, I'm going to take the other side of the spectrum a little bit here. <laughs> Uh, for, because for me, it's the most wonderful time of the year, which naturally, gentlemen, as you know, means pumpkin spice, everything. And I've made it very clear to those who know me and even those who only know me through this podcast that I am Mr. Pumpkin, not Jack. It's me, the pumpkin king, the pumpkin fiend, if you will. <laughs> Anything with pumpkin on the label, I'm there. I'm all over it. But for some reason this year, I'm suddenly starting to feel a little targeted, right? Feels like everybody except Didi, everybody likes fall. But now I feel like I'm being personally attacked almost because one of my favorite items this time of year is pumpkin spice bagels. Wonderful, right? Just delicious. Okay. Yet for some reason this year, instead of coming in the traditional package of six bagels, they're only offering five pumpkin spice bagels okay everything else the cinnamon raisin the onion the everything the plain still in that package of six pumpkin spice is only getting five okay just because me and my people love me some pumpkin spice doesn't mean that you can take advantage of our favorite flavor by offering us less for the same price or even more okay I won't, we won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. And it certainly won't accept this becoming a trend. This is, this better just be an isolated bagel issue. Okay. I don't want to see, you know, eight pumpkin spice K cup pods in a package, you know, two sleeves of Oreos instead of three. It's not happening. You can't take advantage of us this way. We won't let it happen. So just give us the equality we deserve. That's all we're really asking for. I feel like, I want a t-shirt that says this better just be a bagel issue. <laughs> <laughs> but that, okay. So that was going to be a question I had is like, now they've reduced from six to five, but did they reduce the cost? No, no, but see that, but inflation over the last year, man, it's been crazy. It so has like cost adjusted. I'll pay the, I'll, I'll pay more for six. Just give me six. So are you so are you protesting against five? So are oh, you hell not no. gonna okay. hell no, they're too. Are you buying ten so that you yes. can get that sixth one and some friends? <laughs> like what are you doing? Uh I'm I'm buying them a single, you know, in, in as the five pack. I, I can't pass them up. Um I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Why are we singling out the pumpkin spice bagel? Why why now? Why now? Why is it happening now? Maybe. They're running out of pumpkin spice because it's in everything. Everything. <laughs> it's being spread too thin. Yeah. <laughs> too much demand. Case in point, it's it's in spreads, right? Like we gotta pull it back maybe a little bit so Dan can get his sixth bagel. 
Dan, what what pumpkin spice product would you be willing to get rid of to get your sixth bagel back? Oh, <laughs> um, it's like you're making me pick one. between family members here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough one. Ooh, you don't have like a like a like a whatever pumpkin spice item? Oh hell no, no. no. No, nothing's just a whatever, but I haven't discovered that yet. All right. Well, when Didi asks us for our final thoughts at the end of this episode, I want an answer. <laughs> okay. I'll keep thinking of that, but no, yeah, I want, I want it. I want it in everything. I want it in everything right now. And I want it equally just like everybody else. Okay. Well, you know what we're going to do because this is so great. We're just going to go right into the topic and then we'll get to beer right after that. Perfect. So <laughs> Chris asks, what products shouldn't have pumpkin spice in them? And this is probably really hard for you, Dan. I probably won't be participating much in this segment. So please, I'll sit back and I'll just rebut everything you both have to say. So <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to impress you. I think I think I'm impress? actually gonna, I think I'm going to pull you along on some of these. OK, um, impress, offend, you know, either one. We'll find well, out. <laughs> well, yeah, one of the reasons I thought of this is because uh, in the fitness industry, I'm seeing pumpkin spice flavored supplements coming out like within the last month. And like if you're taking a pumpkin spice pre-workout or a pumpkin spice post-workout protein shake uh, or like pumpkin spice BCAA, like stop. Pumpkin spice collagen, stop! Like, what are what are we doing? What are we doing? I, I that it's made me. It's it's probably irrational for me to be as upset as I've been with seeing <laughs> these products, but it's made me pretty upset. Uh, dude, it's pretty funny because I just like googled this because I was like, I didn't even think about that possibly. But yeah, dude, it's on every one of the ones that you know that you see in grocery stores, like Premier Protein, like all of the shit revolution this is pretty funny and wow. i could like kind of get protein i can kind of get protein right but like the other one like the other ones I'm, just don't make any sense you are I'm you fair you, with the line being drawn there i'm fair with the line being drawn right. there protein makes sense everything else that you've listed I, you don't know you don't need it You're like right. you want pumpkin spice to get fired up with 200 milligrams of caffeine to go work out it just doesn't make any sense to me dude Pumpkin spice collagen is my favorite. Uh, Shouts the vital protein. That is weird. That one is the vital proteins. <laughs> I can get on page. I can get on the same page as you with that. That's okay. that's quite unnecessary. One for yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Uh, whiskey. Incorrect. Mm. Get it. <laughs> one for two. <laughs> like, Next. Um, <laughs> Yeah, whiskey. Get it out. Get it out. And I'm saying this because of someone who's going to be going to a couple um, uh, parties that have to do with fall. And I am terrified that everything is going to be pumpkin spice flavored or some fall flavor that I don't like. And I'm like, I need the alcohol except vodka because, listen, vodka has got all the flavors that you can easily put in there. I need some of the alcohol to not have pumpkin spice in them. It's like beer, vodka. I get it. Whiskey, that's what I'm drinking that night. Keep the pumpkin spice out. 
It doesn't need to well be there. To, it goes so well together, though. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it. I'll go. You, you're afraid to go to these fall parties. I'll go. You can stay home. <laughs> Would you I please? Who, I know who you hang out with. I'll go in your place. <laughs> you can easily go. Please. Please go. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that. No, give that to me. Give that all to me. It's fantastic. God. Christopher. Okay. Um, Chewing gum. Don't like oh. it. Don't need mm. it. I think we can just stop that that market right there. You really want to just be like munching on that, have it in your oh. but your buds of taste all day. Come on. And then you know, like when you spit the gum out, you got a little bit of an aftertaste of whatever gum that you're chewing all day. And so mm. I just ugh, you'd have to put a mint piece of gum in to get rid of the pumpkin spice gum after just stop. What are we doing? Stop. Stop. It's supposed to be an experience. It's not supposed to be an all-day bender. And let come on. Mm. I've I've seen the gum. I haven't like actually seen it physically. I've seen it on the internet, and I've I don't know how I'd feel about it. I honestly don't because I think you make a good point where like having it all the time so often, just chewing on it. I probably like the first piece of gum, and then I'd be like, okay, I, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> like I've I've experienced it. That was fun. I don't need it on the go, just in chewable gum tablet form i I don't need i don't need that so i think i think i could probably get on board with you there i am willing to try it though yeah um two two for two so here's one that goes that toothpaste i saw that yeah Yeah. dude that's gross don't need that that like that's wrong how is that because toothpaste doesn't taste good to begin with it doesn't matter what toothpaste it is. It's not a great taste. You do your toothbrushing for however long you brush your teeth and you, you're done. Pumpkin spice feels like it would just stay in there. Like it would just be like in here and it would just walk around with you. I don't want it here. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's not refreshing. You want, don't, you want toothpaste to be like kind of refreshing and clean. Yeah. And that clean. certainly wouldn't give you that. Yeah. No. Don't you yeah. want to go to bed feeling like your mouth has been cleaned from the day? Don't want this. You like, can eat pumpkin. Like, yeah, maybe eat pumpkin spice all day and then br- brush it off with more pumpkin spice. Like, what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I can get behind that one. It's not unless you're like between pumpkin spice meals, something like that. That'd be the only scenario. Otherwise, oh that 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 one's no no go no go for me. Um, this is, I guess I have a long list, but I, if, wow. if we normally wrap things up at three. So I'll go with this one. Um, this is not for people, but can we stop making pumpkin spice pet food? Because your pets don't know what that is. You, what are we doing? Literally, what are we doing? Maybe that's why Dan only gets five bagels at the grocery store now is because we're yeah. pumping pumpkin spice into your, your Fido's you know, bowl. It's ridiculous. Stuff the pet people do, man, makes me really mad. And this is, this is like at the top of the list. So stop. (laughs) That's amazing. Cause that's so funny just because like, so do you like the smell of pet food? You know what I'm saying? Because like, why would you do that? I guess it's like putting clothes on your dog also, or your cat or whatever. Cause like they literally built not to wear them. (laughs) <laughs> they they're, right. they're they're put like they're put on this earth not to wear them they don't need to wear them so like why would you give them pumpkin spice unless you were just like you know i i love the smell of pumpkin spice 
Yeah, that one's really, really weird in so many ways. Yeah, and you're right. That's probably eating up the market, and that's why I'm down to five bales instead of six. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Also, Chris, uh, side note, Costco, side note. uh, If you ever just are slacking on your workouts, you should go to the dog food aisle in Costco and just fucking take one over to the one side, one over to the next side, one over to the next side, and just do some workout that way. You'll be done in like five minutes. Yeah, it's dude. wild. It, they're so big. It's <laughs> humongous. I know. Those things are crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Uh, last one. We talked about this, I think, last year on the brunch breakdown or at some point. Ramen. Get it. Yes. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get it out. We don't need pumpkin spice ramen. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And like anything soup based, just get mm. it out. Um, I completely agree with that one. I actually put that on my list, a very short list. Was it was it was formerly on uh, brunch court. You're right, Didi. Last year, ramen don't don't need that. I also in the beverage category, um, no one's been able to pull off the pumpkin spice seltzer yet, and so I think we maybe need to just pump the brakes there. Mm. No one's been able to do it, so let's calm down on it until we can figure it out. And like really do it right. Okay. And then the other one in the beverage category, which I can't believe we haven't stumbled upon yet. And maybe it has, and it's just somewhere that's been deep beneath me and I haven't found it. But our good friends at the Pepsi Cola company have been on brunch court quite a few times for doing some crazy things. How they've not introduced a pumpkin Pepsi yet kind of blows my mind. And I'm getting in front of it and saying, don't do it. Don't do it. So that also refrain from adding pumpkin spice to a cola beverage, please. But that's it, guys. That's the list. I mean, that's as far as we can go. <laughs> I could have went on forever because, yeah, not my not my speed. But this was fun. Let's get into beer, gentlemen. What are we drinking? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm drinking, which is probably going to slightly contradict myself from the last one. Um, oh, is it is it a pumpkin spice whiskey? It's not pumpkin spice. <laughs> Oktoberfest has great pumpkin spices. It's not pumpkin spice whiskey, but it is cookie dough whiskey. Oh, come on. (laughs) Okay. It's dough ball cookie dough whiskey. And got to tell you, super good, super tasty. And I guess it just tells you how much I don't like pumpkin spice. I like other fall flavors, (laughs) not pumpkin spice. And uh, but cookie dough fire never thought i'd enjoy it in a whiskey but damn it i did so shouts to uh the good friends at Doughball for bringing me the cookie dough whiskey i've heard about that i've heard it's really good i haven't tried it yet it but is, you are dude. one son of a bitch hypocrite right there unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable like pumpkin no please i want to enjoy my whiskey on the rocks <laughs> whiskey let's go double over here right now let's go <laughs> It, it is good, man. That cookie <laughs> dough on the rocks, I'm not even kidding. It's <laughs> special. <laughs> oh, Chris, you a code you... <laughs> to order that when you go out? Like, uh, can I get a CDW, please? CDW. What? Uh, CDW. <laughs> Chris, what are you sipping on? <laughs> <clears throat> well, well, currently I'm sipping on a chamomile tea, but I had a beer earlier today, boys. Uh, because when you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers play football these days, 
you need a beer. Um, this one, I'm so pissed though. I, I maybe I just did was like stressed out because of the game. I crushed the can. Oh, didn't even no. think. Oh, didn't damn. even think about brunch court. So I went into the recycling and I dug it back up because I I needed to be real. Uh, another one from Untitled Art. This is a collaboration with Cabin Brewing Company. I don't know how to say that word. Thialized, maybe. Sure. Uh, double IPA. It is uh, citrusy. It's damn near tropical. The most interesting thing about this beer, though, is that I learned something. Uh, and I'm probably stupid. I it I IPA, two eyes, double IPA. I have always seen it just written out as like double IPA. Didn't realize that the first I is imperial, so it's an it's an imperial IPA. So then, if it's a triple IPA, what? What does that I stand for? I haven't figured that one out yet, but I learned about the the the, the heritage of IPAs in addition to enjoying a beer and a Steelers win. It was a good day. That just shows you how boring that game was. <laughs> That's all. It, yeah, it wasn't good. It was a it was ten three forever, dude. The most bo- that was just such a boring football game. Only like, one team. The first could... touchdown happened in the first like minute of the game. And, and the, that was the it. The second one happened in the last minute of the game. <laughs> it was like it was terrible. Yeah. Could I would it you would anybody believe me would believe me if I said they scored 17 points but it took five scores to get to 17 points. <laughs> five <laughs> different scores to get to 17 points. Got to love it. Yeah. God. Mildly stressful. <laughs> um for me boys I'm going to tell you about a beer that I had across the pond uh cuz I had <laughs> quite a few of them. <laughs> Quite a few um, English pubs everywhere. Okay. And wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not going to get away with that one. Did you just say English pubs everywhere in London? (laughs) Everywhere. You wouldn't believe it. Everywhere on every block. Wasn't American pubs? They were English pubs. No, no no American pubs. No no American pubs. Weird. Weird. I was looking out for them. Um, They did have American candy stores, though. Hey, more about London coming up, but yeah. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite beers I had was from um brewery that might be familiar to some people. Actually, it's called Sam- Samuel Smith. You can get some Samuel Smith in America, uh, but obviously over there it's everywhere. Um, and English beer, you know, you're you're mostly talking about lagers, right? And like clean, malty crisp lagers it's primarily what they drink and samuel smith has a it's called the tatty lager um over there it was probably one of the best beers that i had it was really clean everything about it just whether we couldn't figure out whether it was the water over there or what it was their process that everything just tasted a lot cleaner and just the lager and clean crisp lager you really can't get that on the micro level in the States, there's one brewery in Pittsburgh that specializes in lagers. They do a nice job, but it tastes nothing like the lagers over there. Uh, and they do a lot of cask lagers, or cask beers. I won't get it too deep into that because we could be here for a while. Uh, but essentially, instead of the, it's it's held in a cask in a cellar below the pub. So it's not um, not in a keg. And it's not kept cold it's cold just by the nature of the cellar and so it's a pump handle 
that the beer comes out of. They actually pump it. It's kind of fascinating. Um, and But the beer was fantastic. So the Samuel Smith Taddy Lager was really, really good. It was just nice to drink some different kinds of beers over there. Um, and again, that one was certainly one of my favorites. A lot of low ABV stuff too, so which made drinking a lot of them very easy and not have to worry about too many things. But shouts to all the great uh, beers of London and the Taddy Lager. Beautiful. I yeah. can't wait. That sounds like some old English shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, we didn't have electricity LDE. at this bar, so we had to pump it by hand, baby. Let's yep. go. Yep, I know. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are these weird? They're massive handles, tap like tap handles. They're massive, and then they're pumping it. We're like, what are we ordering? And it was delicious. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that's Bruce Day, gentlemen. Cheers. 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 All right. Well, uh, let's get into, before we get back to London, weirdest stuff we saw on the internet recently. And, uh, you know, I'll get us started with the weirdest thing I saw. And that was Darius Rucker, uh, noted sports fan, I guess, and yes. country music star grammy winner all these things has a clothing line a sports themed clothing line for fanatics where you can wear the same vest that darius rucker wears but with an alabama logo on it who's who's buying the i'm just missing the connection on why darius rucker has a sports themed clothing line and why anyone would buy this because I get it. It does everybody who you buy clothes for it doesn't have to be the biggest star in the world. I get it. I'm just missing the Darius Rucker connection on why you would buy this to look like Darius Rucker. I think this is Target Market SEC. <laughs> and I think Darius Rucker, he's he's coming after Vineyard Vines. Like I think he's starting <laughs> a turf war. <laughs> Cause the amount of dudes. At SEC games that show up in a Vineyard Vines polo with their team's logo on it, you could you could when when the fall weather hits, you could put a Darius Rucker vest over top of it. I see that's it. interesting because of yeah, like the style of clothing that they wear down there, and now throwing your your team's emblem on it. Uh, Darius Rucker noted. University of South Carolina Gamecocks fan. Um, I'm sure they will sell stupid in that state. And also noted Miami Dolphins fan, right? Because the the Dolphins make him cry. And that's in the famous song lyric. Um, but other than that, I don't understand. <laughs> but Chris, you make a great point yeah. that for a little class, 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 and everybody loves them some Darius Rucker, uh, particularly in SEC country. That it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to anybody else. And I can't really comprehend yeah. like something that could match on my level. They better not be printing like Rutgers yet. <laughs> right. You... <laughs> it's like yeah, don't Chris... we don't need full trademark licensing <laughs> for this. We don't need to go everywhere. They need to do pre-order for most schools, yeah. <laughs> but they can print the SEC ones. Right, right. Yeah, I think you know you, you nailed this one for sure. But the problem with it is <clears throat> you can get 
all the NFL and MLB teams in the Darius Rucker line. You can't get <laughs> oh. all you can't get all the colleges. They're all from the South, but you can get a Pittsburgh Steelers Darius Rucker denim shirt. Yeah, see, I, it better be pre-order. That's all I'm saying, fanatics, Darius, Darius, Darius Rucker. You guys got to yeah. know how to do this. NFC South only, and then pre-order the rest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't, boy, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that is weird. That is certainly top weirdest things ever. All right. Well, what did you guys see weird this week? Uh, I'll go next. I saw people using the term gatekeeping so much that I don't think anybody knows what it means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it it all is part of this Taylor Swift thing. Uh, and, and now it's just matriculated to everything. Uh, you know, some people were saying we shouldn't be gatekeeping the, the football community shouldn't be gatekeeping the sport of football because there are new fans now following the sport because of Taylor Swift. Okay. <laughs> okay. What well, a hey, hockey's about to start. We shouldn't be gatekeeping the sport of hockey because there may be new people that want to watch. Okay. 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 But if you're saying to not gatekeep, aren't you gatekeeping the gatekeepers? So what are we talking about here? What are we talking? I think just like say how you feel and everybody else shut up about it. And if you don't like it, just unfollow the person that said the thing. I'm tired of people telling me how to act on social media. I hear you. Gatekeeping was kind of like the word of the week. It was like gatekeeping and overdoing it. It was like chill guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gatekeeping and gaslighting has come up oh, it's like the word of year oh that's a good and one yeah. i heard a comedian make a great bit about like gaslighting is just like a really good prank that the person hasn't gotten onto yet like that's <laughs> if you've got them believing something it's just a really good prank like that, that's all it is it doesn't always have to be so serious <laughs> word of the year word of the year um so weirdest thing I saw, I was pretty disconnected from the internet this past week being in London, which was kind of refreshing. Um, but the weird thing I saw, and I know we're not doing sports brunch, but it was it was still pretty weird to me. Um, not being able to watch college football last weekend was a little tough. Don't find that in many English pubs, believe it or not. Not a lot of college football on across the pond. Um, time zone difference was a little tough there, too. Um as most people know, Chris and I follow the Pitt Panthers. Uh, didn't have a great game while I was away. And all of a sudden, I see Pitt's starting quarterback loses his job. And the very next day, he's a tight end for the team. <laughs> he's transitioning to tight end. I was like, what happened? <laughs> like, well, are you serious? <laughs> like, he hasn't played well at all. And so that part wasn't surprising about him losing his job. But the very next day, it was Pitt quarterback after losing starting job, transitioning to tight end. Excuse me? <laughs> what is happening right now? And I can't wait to see it. We haven't been able to see it in action yet. Um, 
but it will be fascinating. That was by far the weirdest eye-opening thing that I saw. I thought it was I thought it was a, like a goof headline or something like that. I'm like, what is happening in the internet over here? What's what's going on? But it's real, folks. It's real. Oh, all I saw was he promised changes. I saw somebody tweet that. They're just like, hey, he, he promised changes. And that's yeah. one of them. Nobody, nobody saw that one coming. <laughs> a, little, a little inside football on this one. Uh, he he originally committed to Didi, your, one of your favorite schools, Notre Dame. And apparently his throwing mechanics were so weird that they wanted to convert him into a tight end. And he, he said no. So he transferred to Boston College and he transferred to Pitt. And they're absolute hilarity continues because in three weeks he's going to be playing at Notre Dame as a tight end. Yes. (laughs) And I want him to score a touchdown so badly. Like I, (laughs) I want it so badly. Uh, Yeah. That's a good one, Dan. I didn't even think about that, but he would go from being like the worst quarterback in pit history to like one of like the most incredible moments. If he caught a touchdown against the legend legend, (laughs) that's, Dude, that's hysterical. That's like the opposite of the Pat White story. It was like he was like a five star like defensive back. And he's like, I'm not playing defensive back. I want to play quarterback. <laughs> and they were like, all right, well, Alabama's like, we don't want you then. And he's like, fine. And goes to West Virginia and, you know, rest is history. But yeah. So yeah, Phil Dracovic is going to be the Pat White of tight ends is what you're he saying. Might be. There you go. And yeah. the way this Notre Dame season is going, he'll probably he'll definitely catch the game winning touchdown pass with <laughs> One second left. On the <laughs> so, oh, that's just how it's going. Love it. Good God. Love it. All right. Well, Dan, uh, let's get into the London top 10. Let's go. Yeah. Dave Letterman. Let's my, go. Yeah. My, my top 10 from my London trip. This are, These are things I learned, things for people to know, just a random assortment of facts and things uh, that I found in London that I thought I would share um, with you boys. Uh, number one, Didi, you will personally hate this one the most but it's very strange you can pretty much take dogs anywhere and i mean medium-sized dogs anywheres in restaurants in bars at the bar sitting at the bar yes yes sitting at the bar with their dog in restaurants like dog just laying underneath the table and i don't mean these little tiny dogs dogs people dogs they're everywhere it was so wild it was crazy Didi's never going there now mark it off the <laughs> list it's done nope wild wild about london uh number two some people may be already aware of this uh but there's really no tipping in london and <laughs> in the united kingdom and it's kind of wonderful they do this automatic service charge of like 10 to 12 and a half percent so you don't tip on top of that and it makes Everything's so much easier. The service was great everywhere because you don't have to worry about that stuff. And it's just, it's fascinating. And I wish we would adopt that. Just not having to worry about, because we're, we're being asked to tip for literally everything anymore. Like everything. I'm like, what, why is this coming up on the screen? You're literally doing a transaction and you're handing me the food from somebody else making it in the back. And I know they're not getting that tip. Why are you asking me to tip you? It's too much here. They're doing it right over there. That's number two. Speaking of paying, number three, they don't do tabs in London at pubs, at bars, at restaurants. You pay as you order. Every restaurant has handheld devices, and 99% of them don't accept cash. 
Everything is just a tap, whether it's your phone or the credit card. So you pay, you order, you pay right there. Boop, tap, tap. That's it. You pay. No running tabs. It kind of speeds things up and it's kind of nice. And they all have that handheld. So when you're ready to go, if your table, you're ready to go, boom, they just bring it over. Tap and you're done as you order. I want to say two things on your number three, Dan. Please. Um, Number one, I have left my card at a bar that I had a tab open and that sucks to have to go back. And I have had a tab open that got out of control. So I like, I like this. I like this a lot. And I think we should adopt it. Yes. It took, it took us some of getting used to, right? You go up to a bar and it's, you order two beers knowing that you're going to be there for more, like you're going to be there for dinner. You got to pay for those drinks right there. And then you go back up, you go up to the bar to order food. Boom. Right there. And they'll bring it to your table number is basically how it's done. It's kind of fascinating. Uh, number four, we had great weather. We couldn't have asked for better weather. It was a lovely fall weather. D you would love it. It was like upper sixties during the day, upper fifties in the evening. It was great, but there were days where the sun was out and 68 felt like 72. There were so many people over there wearing heavy coats and I don't understand it during this weather, like heavy winter coats and it's mildly fall over there, not raining at all. And we're like heavy, heavy coats. And we took the subway, the underground, the tubes, if you will, often to get around. And it is at least 10 degrees warmer underground there than it is above ground. There's so much heat down there. And these people, like I'm sweating, wearing a long sleeve shirt and jeans. And there's people with like heavy coats on. And I don't understand what's in their blood that's making this happen. And it just kind of (laughs) bothered me. Ease up on the coats. It gets cold there. They're not cold yet. I can't imagine what it's like when it's cold there. Too many coats. Uh, Number five, (laughs) I found the music that I was hearing rather fascinating. A lot of American pop music. A lot. Didn't hear a lot of Brit pop. Didn't hear a single Beatles song. That was stunning to me. In seven days, I didn't hear one Beatles song. I couldn't believe that. Only heard Harry Styles once only one Harry song that was surprising a lot of American pop and I don't mean like big names I mean like some like more indie based names that playing over there which was a little surprising to me and they played country music that was perplexing Darius Rucker is going to come out with a Premier League uh, (laughs) line pretty soon I think (laughs) on this news <laughs> god, that's the play Rutgers. oh my god that's the play but it was like why are they playing like american country music over here they enjoy this like i i don't know it didn't make any sense to me the yeah, music like, i don't like, even enjoy this why i don't like i don't yeah what's going on i came to get away from this please <laughs> jeez um number six everybody smokes <laughs> everybody like kids <laughs> really? teenagers every, and they smoke cigarettes they're smoking ciggies over there and it's like you're disgusting there's too much disgust going on people smoking cigarettes in the bars Um, in the restaurants everywhere in it inside no we really didn't see that it thankfully because i thought maybe that would be the case there um 
but there is just a lot of people and there's a there's still a lot of vaping going on but like i'm like you guys no wonder cigarettes are still around you're buying them up over here and smoking them (laughs) like kids smoking it was just weird very weird to see that um so a lot of people smoking uh number seven i want to talk about the fashion over there briefly because what we are doing over here is so stupid they're not wearing size triple xl hoodies over there they're not wearing cargo pants over there okay people we're doing it backwards they're doing it right you know this wasn't like paris where fashion's a it's but it's still a fashion forward city it's london for crying out loud very international things are tight things are clean things are crisp it just looked better over there than some of the slop (laughs) frankly (laughs) that we have over here um number eight they do most of their road work at night Hmm. to not interfere with traffic and it's genius road work like cable like television cable work that they're doing like underneath the sidewalks and stuff like that they're doing it at night they're paying those people probably a proper wage to get the shit done at night and not bother and wreck everybody's patterns of traffic foot car otherwise during the day i love that i absolutely love that found that fascinating i'm like this isn't just a dream it happens other places how about that uh number nine there are zero obese people over there and it just made me like more disgusting more felt more disgusted of what our country has turned into now i realized London, major city, and I'm sure in most major cities around the world, even in this country, there's not a lot of like obese people because you have to walk around a lot. But it was just like none, zero, zero obese. Yeah, have something like because you thought they drink a lot of beer over here, they eat a lot of fish and chips, a lot of fried stuff. They're walking around, they're staying in shape, they're doing something over there that we're not doing at all over here. So that was a little surprising that there weren't a lot of fat people over there. Um, well, Chris can't move there. <laughs> Hey, I can. Hey, London. I can work with anybody. I work with people in other countries. I'm here for you. There you go. Hit me. There you go. Um, And last but certainly not least, London. Again, one of the biggest cities in the world. Extremely clean. So much so they have like literal like it is 19 like it is 1492 like street sweeps like guys like sweeping the street of garbage because it's the right thing to do and it looks nice. (laughs) Okay, we we were all parts of london and like the streets the sidewalks were clean there weren't rats and burger king wrappers and garbage like that like there was none of it it was well kept which is impressive for such a major city to be so clean and well kept up and it's just like why can't we do any of this so boys plenty more i could have explained there for you but that is my london top 10 good looking clean fit smokers <laughs> welcome to london there's a shirt there's a shirt right there <laughs> with the with the the uk flag on it yeah get the flag <laughs> good looking clean fit smokers welcome to london <laughs> brunch breakdown podcast <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Well, but it's a wonderful city. Yeah, it's a wonderful city. I encourage anybody to go. It was a, an amazing time. If anybody thinks about, if they're thinking about it, do it. Hop across the pond. Tell them I sent you. 
Oh, wait, I have one question. I asked this yes. last week to Chris, but we both just came to the conclusion that must have been a group on. Why are so many people in London right now? I know like 30 people who have gone and I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating 30 people who have gone to London in the past like month and a half. Why? Can you tell me? I, I can't. And it's it is weird because a group of friends of ours that we're very close with was there. We overlapped for one day completely unplanned. They were there. I think they're still there now. So they were there at the same time. And I've got two other friends going next week. I have no idea why everybody's going to London right now. But it's it's crazy. I have no clue. I have no clue. You're running there, into... for the cig- there for the cigarettes. Yeah, hey, maybe. Did you run into any of uh, Bill's Mafia while you were there, Dan? They, got a, they had a game there today. Yeah, and there was uh, uh, a lot of Falcons fans were there from the week before. Uh, a lot go. of NFL fans, actually. Not only there were American fans from all over there to watch the any of the London games, not just the two teams that were playing, but a lot of English people are picking a team, rocking a jersey, and it, it's like it's and they're not all Jacksonville fans, you know. Jacksonville's <laughs> like second home. It's weird. We I saw some Packers fans and like English native Londoners picking NFL teams and wearing the jersey on Sundays. So I was thinking this, not to send us too far down the tangent, because I know we're coming up on time. Do you think the NFL fans over there are like the Premier League fans here, where like Mm. most people are like, that's cool, you like that, but I don't get it? Yep. Yeah. 100%. Have to be. Because think about the way that, like, I know a, a, a lot about soccer, I played soccer for a while, but like, I feel like most people look at soccer. If you come in, if you just like fly into soccer during the World Cup, you're like, why do they do that? What the hell does that mean? Why isn't anything happening? Now imagine watching the NFL if you've never watched it before and you just fly in every couple of years and you're like, all right, yeah, I'm going to watch this game with my friend or whatever. I started dating this guy who likes American football and you watch the NFL for the first time. Could you imagine that? Like, yeah, that would be wild. It's like, oh, he caught the ball. You're like, no, he, he didn't catch it. Don't you understand? Like, you got to complete the catch. And da, da, da. Oh, like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what it's, I'm saying? Like, think about yeah. all the weird things that go on in the NFL that we are all like, that's, I don't even know what this means anymore. <laughs> and now imagine never watching it. Like, it's got to <laughs> like, be like the exact closest same thing way. they would know is rugby. And it's really become like really, really not like rugby at all anymore with the way that the NFL has changed. So you're, you're right. Even if that was the only reference they had, it'd still be like, wait, what? They're doing what? They can't do what? Crazy, crazy. But I'm sure it's exactly like that. Yeah, I bet it's exactly the same. It's mm-hmm. like you got weirdo friends over there like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like I look at them like, what? you're doing what at six o'clock in the morning? What the fuck are you? Why? Like, whatever. And yeah. yeah. Got it. It's got to be Jordan. the same thing. Is that Jordan Love or Hello Love? I, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Dan, I want this accent to appear in every episode movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. It was hard. My, like, my wife and I are out every day. We're hearing the, you're hearing the accent. And you, it's almost hard not to do it back to somebody like I've heard people, you know, with that accent. But when everybody around you has the accent, you have to, like, really try to not say it back. We go back to the hotel room. We both be like speaking to each other with the English accent, like just trying to like, just getting it all out. Just get it all out one on one to each other. But it is, yeah, hard to hard to remove it. So it'll make it again. Oh, it'll make an appearance for you every, every episode. 
Oh my god. Have you brought the accent home with you? Like, is Shannon ready to kill you? Not yet. No. Okay. <laughs> that was a long She was pause. doing it a little bit that herself. Was a, that was a lengthy <laughs> pause. Yeah. She was doing a little bit of herself. And I think Piers Morgan is now working for British Airways, but he could have been he might have been a, a flight attendant on our British Airways flight. <laughs> Just a coincidence. Like, is that Piers and Morgan giving us our roasted chicken? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, British Airways feeds you a ton on hey. a seven-hour flight from Pittsburgh. We got fed too much, so worth your worth your dollars and pounds there. <laughs> nice. Well, let's get into what we're listening to before we get out of here. Um, I'll go first. Drake put out his new album, For All the Dogs. Uh, I would honestly tell you, skip the first five songs. <laughs> and then, oh, cuts. there's 23 of them, by the way. 24 of them. There you go. Classic. Why? And the song I'm putting on Classic is Google. song number 23. <laughs> God damn it. 23. Oh. <laughs> and I need to say this to people just so people know that the best song on the album is song 23. Okay? Away from home. There's also a song with J. Cole on there that's pretty great. And I, I love the song, but I want to go with Away from Home because I just I think this song's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's song 23. Away from home off Drake's for all the dogs. Yeah. So skip around. The last five songs on the album are like all straight. Bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, could have done this earlier, but whatever. Interesting. All right. Good to know. Good, good advisory for everybody there. You're welcome. Um, let's see. I'll try to go a little quick here. Uh Patrick Martin. No one's really heard of Patrick Martin. He's like, like sixty thousand listeners on spotify i heard this song in london and i had never heard it before and i thought it might have been like a london artist and i looked it up this song came the song called uh, stranger nights it came out in 2019 he's la based singer songwriter i'm like okay but this song is dope it's has some like choir backup vocals which like you got me i'm sold on that immediately um and it does it's like a perfect summer nights song so we're a little late for discovering it not only years, but seasonally. But Patrick Martin, Stranger Nights, enjoyable. Nice. Patrick Martin kind of sounds like it could be British, so I, I see how. Yeah, you right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Patrick um, Martin. Patrick Martin. Um, okay, my first one is from a band uh, called Four O Eight. They're like a newish pop punk band. Very, I mean, pretty popular in that genre. They've collabed with Magnolia Park a bunch, which is a band I've talked about on the podcast before. They put out a new song called Break Up With Your Girlfriend. It's catchy and it's nostalgic in that like back in the day, we probably all had homies that dated girls that we didn't like. We wanted them to break up and this would have been a great song for, I don't know, 15 years ago, but it's here now and I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to keep all comments to myself on that one. <laughs> all right uh so jungkook former member of bts uh and jack harlow have a song called 3d very catchy very dancey great song i just like it so 3d jungkook and jack harlow simple two of the biggest names in the world right now <laughs> um paramore released their kind of b-side of their this is why album and it's very interesting. A bunch of reworked versions of the same songs from the This Is Why album, but with completely reworked new collaborations on every song. Naturally, 
I saw my girl Remy Wolf on one. I was drawn to that right away. Uh, they redid the You First track, and it has a totally different vibe from the original. Frankly, it's better than the original, and it mostly features Remy Wolf. Um, it's fascinating, the whole B-side of the album. Check it out. But You First, Paramore featuring Remy Wolf. Nice. Um, all right. This is where things get a little weird. My daughter, my oldest daughter, loves Phil Collins. Okay. And so we listened to Phil Collins a decent amount in the house and then songs related to Phil Collins start playing. One that I heard, I don't even know how to say this dude's name. Peter Cetera, maybe, has a song called Glory of Love, which I didn't know was an actual song that was some like somebody else had it because I had always heard the version of it that newfound glory played like way back in the day they covered. This is a song from like the eighties. Um, so I realized that that wasn't like a cover or that was a cover that newfound glory had. It wasn't their original song. And this dude wrote it and sang it in the eighties. So I learned something today and I'm going to put the original and the cover on the playlist this week. Hmm. I can I ask that made sense? Can I ask quickly how that was even discovered? I mean, did you just have Phil Collins rolling yeah, like through why? the Alexa playlist or were you so, out in the department store? Yeah. I hope. Why? <laughs> um the movie Tarzan, Phil Collins did the soundtrack to it. Oh. Which is actually like of the Disney soundtracks, it's actually pretty damn good. And uh then like if his music comes on the radio, she immediately identifies it at like even if it's not a song from that soundtrack she like knows who he is and likes it so we play hmm. his music that's how my kids are with fallout boy because patrick Classic stump story. sings the theme song for spidey and his amazing friends on disney jr there you go and so anytime a fallout boy song comes on they're like spidey so yeah that's how it goes all right last one guys uh put on your best fitted cap your oversized jersey and your extremely large jeans because trade it all fabulous featuring jagged edge and oh. Pete diddy oh trade it all part two we're taking it back to 2002 for this one let's ladies go ladies and gentlemen whoa so, oh yeah it mm, what a song I it sounds gonna... just it sounds even better than it did back in the day god damn it's great for a second i thought you were gonna put limp biscuit on the podcast the way you were talking <laughs> close <there. laughs> hey hey close <laughs> Very close, but no, trade it all. I heard it. I was listening to Pop DK on the way to Target and was like, oh, snap. First thing came on, I was like, oh, shit. This is, this song still goes. So then played it like 10 times after that. So trade it all, part two. I love it. I love it. Um, Latest one from AJR called Yes, I'm a Mess uh, in advance of their upcoming album that release comes out in November, um, I believe. It's another banger from the Brother Trio. Um, and this is just one of those songs where you're like, oh man, I need to hear this live because I'm going to be banging my head to it. And I'm going to be screaming at everybody else's and it's going to be awesome. Um, so AJR back again with yes, I'm a mess. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so the playlist is going to take people places this week because, uh, last one I have is another one related to Phil Collins, uh, <laughs> Peter Gabriel in your eyes yes let's go from the movie say anything which is one of my favorite movies of all time came on today and i was just like shit i haven't heard this song in forever haven't watched that movie in forever but i love it so i hope 
people enjoy the journey and the sounds of brunch this week. I love it. That's why we're here. Listen, listen to the sounds of brunch playlist every week updated on Spotify. Tell Siri, tell Alexa, play the sounds of brunch. All right, boys. Any final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? Dan, get rid of one pumpkin spice item and we can get out of here. Yeah, I uh, fought long and hard about it. The pumpkin spice goldfish, um, Mm. I can get rid of those. I can get rid of those because, frankly, they taste more like gingerbread. And so you're really not in the correct market. That seems like it's more of a a Christmas item. So there's not enough pumpkin there. I'm willing to get rid of it. Less goldfish, more bagels. The brunch breakdown. We're out. (laughs) 